Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we thank God for today. We thank God for his goodness upon our lives. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Kent Henry titled, For I Know the Plans. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. This is what God says, that he knows the thoughts and the plans that he has for you. And he says the thoughts and the plans that he has for you are thoughts of good and not evil. Plans of good to give you a good future, a hope and a future. Beloved, this is the word of encouragement that I bring to you from the Father's heart this morning. And I've titled the message, God has a good plan for you. And I read to you from Jeremiah 29, the verse 10 to 14. The Bible says, For thus says the Lord, After 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I'll be found by you, says the Lord, and I'll bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I've driven you, says the Lord, and I'll bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. Amen. This is God's word to the people of Israel who were going into Babylonian captivity for disobedience to the word, for idol worship, and many things that the Lord had told them to do that they were not doing. And despite the fact that God was giving them over into captivity, which was a form of a punishment, God still loved them, and God still had a plan for their future. Beloved, God loves you, and his love for you, beloved, knows no bounds. The love of God for you is measureless and the love of God for you is so great that even when he chastises you, he does it in love. Even in his punishment, there's always room for restoration. God doesn't punish us to destroy us. When the punishment or the chastisement of God comes, 
It comes to correct and it comes to renew and to restore. Hallelujah. And so this morning, beloved, as you receive this word of God from the heart of your father, let your heart be still, let your heart rejoice, and let your heart be glad. Because God has a good plan for you. God has good intentions for you. The whole of creation speaks of God's goodness. For in his goodness and in his perfection, there is order and there is beauty to creation. And everything that God has created, you know, has a purpose. Some things are functional, like, you know, human beings and in the trees are functional because they give off fruit. And some are just for beauty, aesthetics, like the flowers. Some are also for the continuity of God's creation. So we see that there are trees that have seed bearing and there are animals also who are able to give birth for continuity. So you see there's order and perfection in God's creation. When we look around us, we can boldly say that the handiworks of God are great. They are excellent and they are perfect. And therefore the word of God rightly says in Deuteronomy 32, 4, Bible says that he is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice, a God of truth without injustice. Righteous and upright is he. Truly, all of God's works are perfect. And you are the best. You and I, we are the best of God's creation. Amen. God's intention of goodness towards man can be seen in God's provision for man. In that before God created Adam and Eve, he had created or made Eden a good place for them. He provided for them even before he brought them in. And so you can always be sure of God's good plan for your life, for your future. God is not about to think about what he should do for you. God already knows. God has already planned. Amen. Your future, your life, and every one of God's plans for you, beloved, he says, is good. His plans are good. Amen. Nothing evil in the plan of God for your life. Amen. And so when evil comes upon you, when trouble comes upon you, don't blame God. Some people will get angry with God and blame God and, you know, talk about God and fight God. No, God is not the author of confusion. He does not create and destroy. Amen. He creates and recreates and restores when creation goes off. Amen. That is the God we serve and that is our creator. So be sure of God's plan for your future. God speaks to his people in exile that he has good plans for their future. Even though they were in exile, there was hope for their future. Beloved, you must understand that wherever you are and in spite of whatever has happened or is happening in your life, God is still God. Amen. God still remains God and his plans for your life will come to pass. Beloved, God created you in his image and after his likeness for a good purpose. The psalmist says in Psalm 8, he says that when I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have ordained, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? This is a question of the psalmist that he answered himself. He says that, for you have made him a little lower than God. You have made him a little lower than Elohim. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. Beloved, this is you and I. God created us 
in his image and according to his likeness, and then crowned you with glory and honor. Surely it wasn't for nothing. Amen. Because by this, God has positioned you not to fail. But God has positioned you to succeed in life. God has already given you the power for success. He told Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, he said, be fruitful and multiply. In fact, God commanded them, it was a command, and one that they could not disobey because it comes naturally. And so, beloved, God's intention for creating you is good. It's perfect. He says that he has created you in his image and in his likeness and crowned you with glory and honor. You are not a base creature. You are the prized, prized possession of God. And he continues to say that you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. And you have put all things under his feet. Amen. God has given you the authority. God has given you dominion and power over all things. That means that you are not the underdog. You are not under to be trampled upon. But God has put you in charge. He's giving you the power of authority, divine authority. Giving you the power of dominion. Amen. To be the head and not the tail. To be above and not beneath. Therefore, you cannot be small. Nor can you be overcome by the circumstances and the situations in life. They will come. No doubt about it. So long as we are in this world, we will go through the things that are in this world. The things that in, and this will affect you. Because you are primarily a spirit. You have a soul and you have a body. And so you can be affected by spiritual things as well as physical things. And so long as you are in this earth, you will be affected by these physical things. The things that are going on in the world today, the troubles, the hardship, the violence, the crime, earthquakes here and there, the sorrows. You will go through them, losing loved ones, the pain. You will go through them. But Jesus said, you are in this world, but you are not of this world. And because you are not of this world, there is that grace and that power of God upon your life that will enable you to stand against all that is in this world. The Lord will hold you up, beloved. Even if you fall, the Lord will hold you up. And God's promises to us, beloved, are such that we can be sure, we can be guaranteed of his help. God says in Isaiah 59 and 19, that so shall they fear name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rise of the sun. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. This is God's hand for you. He said when the enemy even comes against you like a flood of waters to destroy, to take over, to totally overwhelm you, he said the spirit of God will lift a standard against him. The spirit of God will say, no, this is God's property. Amen. And so, beloved, in your battles in life, you are not alone. In the things, the challenges that you face, you are not alone. God is very much in those battles and challenges with you. Amen. Because of his good plan, he will take everything that the enemy has thrown against you and turn it out for your good so that you will come into the place of fulfillment of the destiny that he has for you the good plan of God for your life. In God's good plan for your life, he will defend you, he will protect you, he will preserve you, he will provide for you. That is part of God's plan for your life. And so don't be afraid. 
The word fear not appears so many times in the Bible that you could take one as a pill every day. Therefore, we don't have to be afraid. Jeremiah 30 says, therefore, fear thou not, O my servant Jacob. You can put your name there. He said, thus says the Lord, neither be dismayed, O Israel, for I will save you from afar and your seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return and be in rest and be quiet, and no one shall make him afraid. This is the promise of God unto his own. He says that he will deliver you, and he will deliver your children, and you bring you to the place of peace, a place of rest, and you will not be afraid, because there will be no terror that will come upon your life. God gives you power to overcome every source of terror and every source of demonic assignment against you. Beloved, God is in charge. He is in control. God hasn't lost control over your life. Neither has God lost control over the earth. God is still very much in large and in charge of the affairs of men in the earth. Hallelujah. And God says this one to tell you that he will deliver you and he will help you. It shall be well with you. Those who pray upon you, God says he will give for a prey. And those who spoil you, God says that he will spoil them. Amen. And finally, there's a promise of God's restoration. When things have gone bad, when things have been destroyed, there's still a hope for your future. Because no matter what is happening, God's purpose is the beginning and the end. And so he has a beginning for you. He's mapped out your beginning and the end. And everything in between, he will turn around so that at the end, his counsel and his will for your life will speak. Therefore, within the beginning and the end, when you break down, when you fall down, God will lift you up. When you break down, God will restore. He'll restore peace to you. He'll restore health to you. He will restore your glory, your honor. Everything that you lose in the journey of life, there's a promise of God's divine restoration and his healing and his help according to the good plan that he has for your life. And so, beloved, this morning, don't fret, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed, don't look at circumstances and label yourself such and such. You are not a failure. No, you cannot fail. The power of the Holy Ghost in you is too great for you to fail. Amen. There are better times ahead of you. There are good times ahead. And so wait for them. Amen. Wait in expectation. Wait in faith. Wait without memorying. And you will come even into alignment with the good plan of God for your life and for your future. May God bless you. May God continue to establish you in the power of his divine will and favor. Amen. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, beloved, this morning, I pray the will of God be done in your life. I pray that may the divine counsel of God be established in your life. May the good plans that God has for your life be established in your life. And I pray that may your spirit also be sensitive to the move of God. I pray that may you yield your whole spirit, soul, and body to the Lord, that his plans can be effective, that it will be well with you in your generations. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you, beloved. Come into the perfection of God's will. However, if you are not saved, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, 
Beloved, this is it. That unless a man be born again, God says, he cannot see or enter the kingdom of God. God is bringing you into his kingdom, who is a kingdom of joy and righteousness and peace, changing your story. But you have to yield this morning and invite Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Pray after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive you of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. If you pray that prayer after me, you are saved. Amen. And you are in the good plan of God. And everything that God has purposed for you, from your beginning to your end, will surely be manifest. The Lord bless you. Have a fruitful day. But remember to share this good of this good word of God with as many people as you can. Somebody's waiting at the end of your obedience to be blessed by this word this morning. Somebody needs the assurance this morning that God has a good plan for them. Life has been heavy, but then by the word of God, they'll know there's a hope in the future. So share this word of God and be a blessing to somebody. God bless you. Have a fruitful day. I am the Lord who watches over.